Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. And I'm sure everybody in this country knows Montreal Canadiens all-star goaltender Kerry Price signed in voluntarily to the NHL, NHLPA Players Assistance Program. Uh, mental health stress issues suspected to be um, at the cause following uh, online posts by Kerry Price's wife. Mark Hennig is a mental health strategist. He served as national spokesman for the Canada-wide Faces of Mental Illness campaign. He attempted suicide at age 15, which he talked about on the TED Talk. It's been viewed by millions of people around the world. Uh, Mark's book and podcast are named so-called Normal. He's also the CEO of Strategic Mental Health Consulting in Toronto. Mark, thank you very much for coming on the program. Status and wealth are not a barrier against mental health issues, are they? Well, thanks for having me back, Roy. And they're certainly not. You know, it turns out it doesn't matter how rich you are, your brain works the same way as everybody else, uh, more or less speaking anyway. Uh, and if you have a brain, then you have mental health. That's the way these kinds of things work. So it doesn't matter uh, how famous, how rich uh, you are. Uh, you're subjected to the exact same stressors uh, that everybody else is. So I think Carey Price uh, taking the steps that he's needed to take uh, probably for a long time to take care of himself is, in fact, very brave. I think we should all follow his lead. Yeah, and I think uh, mass attention to uh, to each detail of a person, a famous person's uh, professional life uh, has to weigh them down. But as you said, the fact that Mr. Price has stepped forward and through his family, he said, I have an issue and I need to take care of it, will open up the opportunity and will open the door for others to say, you know, I'm not feeling so well myself. What do you do then if you find yourself in that position? If you're not an NHL goaltender or you're not particularly influential, but, you know, in the broader cosmetic side of the world, uh, but, but you have issues, what do you do? What do you need to do? Well, you know, sometimes, and I found this personally myself as well, and many others have said this too, that initial opening up is actually the, the hardest part in many ways. Um, now, that said, our mental health system is really not designed uh, to help people with complex needs in particular. Um, so it can be very difficult to navigate the system. It often is. That's why I think it's important for people who are reaching out for the very first time not to have too Pollyannish a view uh, of how easy recovery is. Recovery is not easy. It's hard. It it's called doing the work uh, in, in psychotherapy for a reason, uh, that it might have taken you many years to get the way you are today. The reason why I mention that is because sometimes when people reach out for help and they find out either there's nobody to reach back or the person who reaches back isn't what they need that first time, you have to keep trying. It takes grit. It takes determination. You have to kind of figure it out as you go, which is a shame, but it is the way that it is. So don't give up. Uh, I think that's the message that I would give to anybody reaching out for the first time. Don't give up. Keep trying. Keep advocating for yourself. You know, we, we've uh, heard about athletes, great athletes, quite recently, who have stepped forward and said publicly, I have emotional issues, mental health issues. Uh, Simone Biles, Naomi Osaka, uh, two of them. And and I was thinking that it, the glare, the living under the glare of public attention, living under the glare of fans who insist that you be great because you represent them because they identify with you. I mean, I've heard fans refer to football teams, for example, uh, as though they played for the team. They say, us, you know, we're not having, we didn't have a great game last Sunday. Sorry, buddy, you were watching TV. They were on the field. 
But it must be difficult, and for a younger person perhaps particularly, to have that kind of pressure on them. And then by extension, looking at younger people, kids who've gone through the last 18, 19 months of this pandemic, perhaps dealing with a home environment that has become increasingly dysfunctional, that's, that's a lot of weight to bear. It certainly is. And, you know, just, you know, just staying with the uh, uh, elite athletes, I had uh, uh, Mark Tewksbury on my uh, Living Well podcast, Haley Wickenheiser, all have dealt with mental health problems. Certainly Michael Phelps, you know, there are so many others. So that tells us, I think, then that um, if people at this level, at at that level of uh, hero worship in some ways are still vulnerable, uh, I think that's actually really quite inspiring uh, because one of the uh, stigmas that keeps young people in particular uh, from opening up and seeking help and, and starting on that journey is this fear, irrationally, I think, that they're the only one, that nobody else can get or understand what they're going through. And nobody knows your journey. Nobody has walked your path or can walk your path for you out of this. Um, but there are people who have been there that what you're going through, the struggle that you're dealing with is not really new. In fact, it's one of the oldest struggles that's ever been documented. Uh, so I think that we can we can flip the script. We can change the narrative uh, around the usefulness of depression and mental health struggles that I've found in my own story. You can actually do something uh, with that material if you're able to shift your view of it a little bit. So I, I hope that young people realize that, too, that mental health problems do not have to be a death sentence. Yeah. In the minute or so we have left, I've always paid very close attention to what you say and what you write. And your book and your podcast are titled So-Called Normal. Mark, what is normal? I wish I knew Roy wrote a book on it. I have a podcast on it. I talk about it all the time. You know, what I've found in now talking to, uh, interviewing myself, hundreds of people, being interviewed hundreds of times about my own experiences, there's no such thing as normal. It's a statistical fiction. I could have called my book Normal a Fiction. Uh, and I think that's the most important message at all. We of all, we can't keep measuring ourselves against some fictional version of normal. We just have to be ourselves, and that unlocks something I think very special in us when we stop hiding and be ourselves. If you want to hear more, subscribe to the Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.